Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we talk to Sean Rea of Valor FC and one of the three top players under the age of 21 that are also Canadian in the Canadian Premier League. It's a great honor. We'll talk to the young man from Montreal on the podcast. Valor FC's season did not end as they had hoped. They needed to pile up wins over the last few weeks, and uh, they did not. They did not do that at all. They went 0-4-1 over the final five games. to miss the playoffs by nine points, but there is a silver lining as winger Sean Rea today named a finalist for the top under-21 Canadian in the league. The 20-year-old from Montreal on loan from CF Montreal had five goals and a league-high nine assists. This past season is second with Fowler. I caught up with Sean earlier today and started by asking him how it feels to be a finalist for the award. It feels amazing after a, a long season of hard work, lots of ups and downs, and almost making it into the playoffs. I'm uh, I'm really proud to, from that nomination. Does getting this nomination take any of the sting out of missing the playoffs, though? No, missing the playoffs is like I, our goal as a team was to make the playoffs, and that's number one. It's really making that playoff break, making history with Valor. Obviously, being nominated is like it's a good thing, but it's not priority. It was mostly to make the playoffs, and that it's unfortunate that we were able, we weren't able to to make it. So let's just talk about your season. Did you have expectations going into this year as a twenty-year-old player? I did. I had some personal goals. Being nominated for U21 was one of them. Making playoffs was one of them. Contributing with goals and assists, because that's probably the most important thing as as an offensive midfield, left wing, right wing, is to contribute, get some stats on the board. And uh, I, I'm proud to say that I was able to accomplish two out of the three. Unfortunately, the most important one wasn't able to get done, but I'm happy overall. So to lead the league with nine assists then, you also had five goals too. Where do you yeah. feel your development is at as a footballer? Well, I think it's keeping to get these stats. I, I think when I first joined the league last season, I had a goal and it was to really be consistent and produce for the team. And I feel like it's only been getting better last year with only four assists and one goal. This year, nine assists, five goals just goes to show the, the development and the improvement by staying in the CPL and, and really having goals in mind and focusing on your goals and just getting better every day. So how did you end up in the CPL? Because you were on, on loan from uh, CF Montreal the last couple of seasons. So two years ago, they my agents came to me with an opportunity to go play in Winnipeg and they said it's a great opportunity. You probably won't get much time with Montreal and as a 20-year-old, the best thing you can do is getting playing time. So when they presented me this opportunity, I thought, hey, look, this is the best thing for me. I'm going to improve, get some playing time, score goals, show my quality. And that's exactly what I did. And I think that it's it's been amazing for me and my, my development. So coming up uh, as a soccer player, obviously the CPL didn't exist at, when you were a kid growing up playing soccer. Mm-hmm. When it comes along four years ago, what was your reaction? And did you think, hey, I could play in that? Yeah, of course. I think it's it's amazing because, like you said, four or five years ago, they didn't have this the CPL. And young players like myself coming through academies and that didn't have much playing time, they were stuck because they didn't have an opportunity to go out on loan. And for me, 
being born in a generation where now there is the CPL, it, it's phenomenal for a bunch of young players. There's other young players on loan from CF Montreal, Whitecaps, that were able to take this opportunity in the CPL and improve and then go back to their to their club and show, look, this is how much I improved. Now it's time to get some minutes with the with the big boys. How do you feel you you stack up against the competition for this award? I, I feel pretty good. I, I think both players are great players and whoever wins deserve it because all three of us had a great season. And I'm just I'm just excited for whoever wins because it's it's been great for the young Canadians this season. Do you have any idea what you're gonna do next year yet, or is it too soon to say? I think it's too soon to say. I'm just right now gonna enjoy the, the vacation go an off-season workout and just take these next couple of weeks to to decompress and then we'll see what happens in the in the new year. You going to watch a lot of the World Cup? Oh, of course, it's that's a, it's going to be insane to have Canada in a World Cup. I know. Just, it's an honor. It's, I mean, I'm 30, you're 20. Neither of us have seen the Canadian men's team I know. in the World Cup in our lifetimes. Obviously, the women have done a lot of great things, but the men haven't really gotten to this point. Realistically, what do you think Canada's chances are to get out of their group? Honestly, I think they have a good chance. Like, I think their goal going into the World Cup is getting out of the, the group. And I honestly think they have, they have a chance to do it. I'm, I'm, I don't think that they're just going there to say, look, we made it, we're happy. I think they're going to really push for it. And I think they have a really good chance of getting out of it. And when you watch Canada play at this event, do you ever think, hey, maybe I could be me someday? Of course. it's a It's a dream for a young Canadian player to to want to play for his country. And I think that in the, if I keep working hard and doing what I'm doing, hopefully one day I'll be a part of that team. Growing up in Montreal, was soccer always your, your sport? Oh, a hundred percent. Ever since I was three years old, I was going to the park with my grandfather, going with my friends as I got older. And just, I have never had a doubt in my mind that soccer was, was not going to be what I wanted to do. I knew a hundred percent. This is what I want to do when I grow, grow up. And I just stuck with it since I was a young kid. At what point did you realize that you were really good and could actually go far with it? Well, as soon as I was like 11, 12, I got into the Montreal, the Montreal Impact Academy, and I'm like, uh, this, is, this is amazing, and this is really what I want to do, and I've been just getting better and better every, every year, and I'm like, as long as I keep getting better, sky's the limit, you know, so let's, let's go for it. And that's one of the, the big things of having these MLS teams and, you know, Whitecaps and, and Montreal Impact didn't start in MLS, but they existed and now they're in MLS. But having these teams and now having the CPL teams as well across the country, uh, does that, you think, inspire more young kids playing soccer to, to realize, hey, I'm going to stick with this sport because there's these avenues. I can see them. There's people that came yeah. from my city that are playing in, in pro soccer. A hundred percent. Having many teams in Canada just encourages young young players to want to become professional because when there's only three teams, it's it's a bit discouraging because there's not many opportunities and avenues like you said. But now having eight teams in the CPL, three in the MLS, and hopefully more to come in the CPL, it's just it's going to be much easier for these young Canadians to get into the professional world. And I think it's amazing. For you, had you ever been to Winnipeg before you joined Valor? No, I never. I've never been to Winnipeg. So when my agent comes to me saying, like, yeah, there's a team in Winnipeg that could be a great opportunity, I started doing research and stuff like, wait, where's Winnipeg and all that. But as I lived in, in the city for, what was it, two years now, it's just the people are great, the fans are great, the city's amazing. And overall, I just had a great time in the, the two years I was there. 
what were some of the highlights of your time just away from the pitch? Well, it was actually going out with friends, teammates, discovering the city and just doing the simple things, honestly, because outside us, we focus so much on soccer that just disconnecting for a little bit feels amazing going out to the restaurant or going bowling or golfing. It's just these little things that make you happy. And that that's what that's what really got us through these two years. Were you here the full year? I guess what I'm asking is, have you experienced a Winnipeg winter? Well, actually, last year when I first arrived in March, I think it was like minus 40. And I was like, I've never felt cold like this in my life. <laughs> and we were we were freaking out because walking from the stadium to our car, your mustache and beard would freeze up. And we're like, holy cow, this is crazy. And for some of the players that are from international locations, I'm sure it was a pretty even bigger wake up call. Oh, my God. Yeah, we had some guys from Brazil and stuff that were just like they couldn't believe what was going on because they haven't even seen snow in their life, right. let alone negative 40. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely something. Were you able to to check out some of the, the French parts of the city? No, unfortunately, I wasn't able. I heard I was speaking with Joe Sirwa and stuff, and they were able to, to see some of that, but I, I didn't have a chance to. Okay, okay. Well, maybe next year. If you're back, you can you can do that. Yeah, we'll see. Are you back in Quebec now? Yeah, I just got back to Montreal. Okay, so what does a typical off season look like for you in terms of when you when do you start training and when does the relaxation end? Well, since I got back, let's say two days ago, I'll take the next week, week and a half to really not do anything, and then after that, just get into like running, training, nothing too crazy, but you know, just to stay in shape. Because if you don't do anything for for a month, getting back into it is way too difficult and you never want to lose that much endurance and cardio and all that stuff. So I would say take a week or two off and then slowly, slowly ramp it up until January when preseason starts and then you're you're, you're ready to go. A lot of indoor stuff, right? Because winter obviously yeah, is tougher to indoor. do. Uh, uh, yeah, so. yeah, exactly. So like the gym, indoor fields and stuff like that. Perfect. Do you have like a group of uh, friends you can play with to stay sharp in Quebec? Yeah, we do. We have actually like Ryan, some of the guys from from Valor that are from Montreal. We get together in the winter. We go to a dome, and we we, we have a trainer that comes and we take shots. We do cardio and just a bunch of stuff. It's really cool. Awesome. Well, Sean, appreciate your time tonight. Thanks for this chat, and uh, best of luck in all things going forward. Thank you very much, Sean Rea of Valor FC. Again, nominated for best under twenty one Canadian player in the Canadian Premier League. Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Of course, that is when the Jets are not playing, because if the Jets are playing, then I don't have a show, but I'll be part of the pre- and post-game coverage anyway. Thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell until we meet again. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. Try to warn you all.